is worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, his name is worthy to be praised. I want to pray with me for a moment. God, we honor you this Lenten day. We thank you for this opportunity to say thank you and to prepare our hearts for the Lenten season and the consecration to come. Speak to us and help us to hear what only you can say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want you to do me a favor and stand for just a moment and look at Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3, and I'll only read verse 19 for the sake of time. Acts 3 verse 19. Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Someone say, thanks be to God. You may take your seats. I want to talk briefly and I, I do try to mean I want to hold it briefly. I want to talk about why a Lenten consecration. Why a Lenten consecration. Some of you uh, who have been with us for a while have gone through these consecration periods with us where we take the time of Lent and we spend it before the Lord. We spend what is almost 46 days before God in fasting and prayer. The traditional time of Lent is usually seen as 40 days of fasting and prayer because Sundays are usually not fast days. They are days to celebrate the resurrection. We spend the time before God, recognizing how good God has been, we spend the time not in total fast or complete fast, but we spend the time by giving up something. In the case of Shiloh, we, we lay before you a map of giving up. We lay some things out. We try to tell you things we will not consume during this time things we will not eat and things we will not drink during this season because we are abstaining with a cause. No, it's not the fast of my Pentecostal youth. It's not the fast of total abstinence. It's not the one where you don't eat or drink. No, no, those are real fasts back then. Those are the fast where Back then, even putting a mint in your mouth meant you weren't really fasting. No, no, no. We, we, we're not talking about that kind of complete abstinence. We're talking about a consecration more in the line of a Daniel fast. The Daniel fast, if one were to be clear, it is a fast that aligns itself with healthiness. Daniel says that we will not eat of the king's meat. Instead, we will align ourselves with the dietary restrictions of our faith. In the end, we will look better, we will feel better, and we will act better 
than any others. We, we give up stuff. We, we, we practice in abstinence so that we can get in the presence of God. We, we go before God. We, we try to put ourselves in mind that, God, I know I need to repent. I know I need to think about all that you've done for me. I, you know, it's easy when you've been saved two or three minutes to see yourself as sinless. You heard one man say, I'm free from sin and sinning. And I said to myself, no, you're not, because you just lied. We put ourselves in a place of remembrance, of, of penitence before God. We, we draw ourselves into the, to the trial and the work of the cross. We bring ourselves closer to God as we prepare for Good Friday and then resurrection morning. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna lift up the passage I just gave you in the next 14 minutes as a model of something that should happen and that if it does happen, the blessing comes in. I want to lift it up as a model of something that should happen. If those of you Bible scholars will know exactly where I'm at, this, is, this follows the miraculous healing those early apostles come in and God restores the limbs of one who has been sitting begging. This, this passage follows that. And everybody is excited at the miracle because we all want to see miracles and signs and wonders. While they are excited, Peter says, let me just calm you down a moment. Let me force you into thought mode. Let me, let me help you to do some reflection about what is going on here. And, and Peter says to them, before you do anything, I, I, I did say this was a model. He says, before you go too far, I need you to function in the spirit of recognition. What do you mean, Peter? Peter says, verse 13 of the same chapter, he said, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One, the just one, and asked for a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, which we are witnesses. He says, I need a moment of recognition. Now, I did say a model, right? Some of us don't identify with the text yet, and they didn't immediately identify with it because some of them were not there for Good Friday. But what he wants them to know is we are all guilty of denying Jesus. We are all guilty of, of putting him to the side for other things that are less 
than he is. We're all guilty of denying Jesus and raising up rebel rousers above the Lord of life. He said, lest you forget, you too are guilty. There's an old song we used to sing in the church. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble. Tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Here, here, here he says, you need to recognize your own guilt in life. How many times you knew to pray, but you didn't pray? How many times you knew to fast, but you didn't fast? How many people you knew you should have forgave, but you wouldn't forgive them? How many excuses did you make for not tithing and not going to church and not being a participant in kingdom work? How many times did you deny Jesus on your job when you laughed at the risque joke and act as though it was not something that was offensive to your faith? How many times? Did you bring God to an open shame? How many times did you deny the fact that you are a believer? For the sake of fitting in, for the sake of assimilation and inclusion, you didn't want anybody to know how deep in church you were. You didn't want your co-workers to know you, you prayed or you sang in the choir or you ushered on the usher board. He says, I need you to function in the spirit of recognition. I need you to see yourself. And when you get there, when you get to the spirit of recognition, he says, it will, it will usher you into the spirit of repentance, which is the text we just read. He says, he says, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. I, I want to tell you, you know, I know when we gave our life to Christ, we repented of our sins. But, but the scripture says, I die daily. I, I don't know. Some of my sins were conscious. I, I willfully sinned, planned sin, thought about sin, figured out a way to make sin happen. Some of my sins cost for me to sin. But other sins... I had no willfulness about them. I just did them. I wounded somebody without trying. I hurt somebody with my look and my glance. I, I was mean and cruel because I was having a bad day. I, I have done sins by commission and sins by omission. I, I need to repent. I don't need to be a plastic fake Christian. What's wrong with the church now is that we got too many fake Christians. Too many superficial professors who speak of game that they're not actually living. They're just, they're fake and, they're, and now they, they have actually got a name for you. You're fake news. You, 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 you act like you're one thing, but you're another. Some of us are guilty of 
being backstabbers. They smile in your face. All the while they want to, I'm looking this way just so I don't have to look at you because you're, you're going to think I'm talking about you. Uh-huh. He says, you need to, you need to repent. This time here is of, about getting a penitent heart. You know, I, I'm, let me just say this. Have you ever had somebody say, I'm sorry, but you didn't believe them? I'm sorry, but you didn't really believe them? And, and your response was, yeah, I know you're sorry. That's right, you are sorry. Just sorry. For those of you who don't understand, you get it on the way home. No, there's something genuine about a penitent heart, a repentant heart. It, and, and, and sometimes you got to get in the place to even want to ask God for forgiveness because some of us got some stuff that we don't want to let go of. Some of us have to get in the place where we can allow God to let us cut off some things. I said last Sunday, I'll say it again. If it is keeping you from making progress, cut it off. And, and I, ought to, I ought to point it out. You have to give a heart and a desire to cut it off. Because cutting ain't easy. Cutting hurts, causes pain, emotional and physical. And there's some things that God has been telling us to cut off that hurt. But we can't make progress until we cut it off. So during this Lenten season, while we are in this time of recognition, I pray God bring to your mind the things that need to be cut off. And then I pray while you are fasting and praying that God will put it in your spirit to have a desire to cut it off. Repentance, he says, then leads to refreshing. Ah, I, could, I could holler right there. Refreshing, yes, refreshing. Peter says in Acts 2.38, Peter tells them something on his first sermon. He says, then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I, I want to help you here. The refreshing is God's presence in your life. The refreshing is the Spirit of God. It is not simply the Holy Spirit, but it's the Holy Spirit that is encapsulated with the return of Christ and the kingdom of God on earth. It is the beginning of God's kingdom on earth, beginning in you as God begins to take over the reign, the rule, and the realm of your own heart. God's presence becomes real to you. God wants to be real to you.
dur during this time, during this time, I, I want you to allow God to be real to you. I want you to say, God, I want you to be real to me. I want to feel you. I want to know you. I want to touch you and be touched by you. I want your anointing on my life. I want the Holy Spirit to blow on me. Blow, wind, blow. Anointing, anoint. God, touch me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. If it means you need to disturb my sleep and let me dream dreams of possibilities that I have not yet seen. God, I want you to work on me that this time I don't come out the same way I did before. I don't want to just lose weight. I don't want to just lose a little better but God when I get through I want to know you better I want to have a relation because the last thing in the text helps me to get this now get, get this get this because see not only does God want me to have recognition and recognition precedes repentance Come on, come on with me. Recognition precedes repentance. You, you're not going to repent of anything you don't recognize. And repentance precedes, uh-huh, refreshing. Okay. But, but refreshing promises relationship. Ah, mama, my child. Glory. Let me tell you something. Your relationship with God is about to change. Your relationship over these next couple of months, your relationship with God is about to change. You're going to hear God whisper to you, and you're not just going to hear some stranger. He's going to say, daughter. He's going to say, son. He's going to say, I love you. God's going to whisper in your spirit. God's going to try to be close to you. God's going to try to anoint you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. God's going to move inside of you because God wants to have an intimacy with you a relationship with you but not just to you God wants to make generational change because the promise is not just to you but to your children's children so as your relationship with him grows he said I bless your household I bless your children I bless your grandchildren I bless those that are unseen and unborn God said I'm getting ready to have a relationship with you why a Lenten consecration because I want to be close to the Lord. Just to be close to you is my desire. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you is my desire just to be close to you just to be close to you just to be close to you is my desire Just to be close to you 
just to be close to you just to be close to you is my desire just to be close to you just to be close to you my 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 just to be close to you is my is my desire okay right now if you have your prayer request